Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so going to party. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Welcome in everybody thanks for pressing play to another edition of the brett allen show a pop culture podcast where we interview actors from your favorite television shows film music and broadway as of late this is insane i had (laughs) talked to a lot of people over the years and then recently the last five interviews we've done have all had folks who have been on Broadway or currently on Broadway. This is just a dream come true. It's a tale of two stories, really. And we have with us on the show today the super talented Anthony Lee Medina. And he can currently be seen on the Apple hit streamer, Truth Be Told, as Ramon. And uh, the show is still running. We have a couple episodes left. So we're not going to give out any spoilers but we will talk about what we've already seen. He's also been on Broadway in Hamilton and a bunch of other things. And we're going to cover all that. Anthony, welcome into the podcast. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for having me. Well, this is a lot of fun. I was joking with him, with Anthony, before we started recording. Ironically, this show, Truth Be Told, if you haven't seen it, uh, stars Octavia Spencer as the lead in the last season as well. But this season... Uh, features Anthony along with Kate Hudson and Mackay Pfeiffer of uh, television fame. I mean, there's just a huge cast. And uh, the show focuses on a true crime podcast called Reconsidered. And we're doing a podcast, so it's kind of meta <laughs> a little bit, but we're not true crime. So let's talk about this show because, again, as I mentioned, we're in our second season and we've had several episodes Let's talk about the project and your character and just how you became involved with all of this. This show is why, I mean, I don't know what you've seen of the show or what people know of the show, but the show is basically about Poppy. Um, Season one is based around Poppy was a journalist. She had uh, reported on a crime and she has learned over the years that basically this crime Uh, She may have reported it wrong and actually led to someone incorrectly being arrested. So she creates a podcast to unravel all the secrets. Uh, Season one plays out. I'm not going to spoil anything in season one, but (laughs) wild things happen. (laughs) Um, And then season two picks up with uh, basically Poppy doesn't have a plan for another podcast. And um, her best friend from childhood, uh, Micah, who is played by Kate Hudson, she comes back into town. She is this... um, multi-conglomerate like power woman i don't know how to explain her properly that's a pretty good description honestly it's hard to explain what she is but she's powerful for sure super powerful it gives me um goop vibes goop is that what it's called gwyneth paltrow's yeah goop goop yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent super goop um but i'm assuming gwyneth paltrow isn't (laughs) as crazy as micah um but yeah you basically 
a crime happens, someone gets murdered and it turns into Poppy trying to solve the, 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 the murder for um, Micah, Kate Hudson's character. And, and your, uh, yeah, and your character essentially is the right hand or assistant to Kate's character yeah. as far as what we know. And I've seen everything currently, but for our listeners who haven't, we won't spoil it for you, but you're a pretty featured main part of this entire story. And somewhere along the line, again, what we've seen so far, you sort of become involved in this whole investigation, which you did a fantastic job, by the way. Your character was just great. And I came about this show last season by happenstance. I had Apple TV and was watching, you know, other things, the morning show, Ted Lasso. And then season one had already been out and completed, but I saw it was about podcasting. Of course, I naturally became interested and I binge watched the entire first season, like within a weekend because <laughs> uh, I was unemployed and I had nothing but time on my hands. So it was great. And then, and then I was watching this other show that was on there defending Jacob. And I think this was a recommendation based on that show. And by the way, we said this early on before we started rolling that Apple TV has become like this conglomerate literally of original programming. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. They have some, I mean, I've started C now, which is a wild show about the future where everyone uh, has lost the ability to uh, of sight and then two kids emerge and they are the first kids to be able to see in like a century or, or a thousand years or something which is alfred woodard um and jason, jason yeah it, they yeah they what's wild about apple tv is there's so many big names doing really well done shows that are well written and the quality like like on set of Truth Be Told, when I would look at the monitors, I've never looked at a monitor and seen things. I don't know what cameras they're using, but we, everyone looks so, it's, it's wild. They're, the quality and the way that they film their shows is top notch. Yes. And it's even becoming a popular venue for like feature films. Tom Hanks yeah. had a movie on there and I know, <laughs> I'll be honest, truth be told, no pun intended, but when <laughs> Apple TV first was announced and they were saying we're going to be doing original programming and i think the jason momoa vehicle was one i was kind of like really apple come on like give us a break but <clears throat> excuse me they have just done a fantastic job in this show let alone is just incredible it's unbelievable and it's shot like a movie it's just yeah. un unbelievable how well it's done from the setting to the music to the costumes, which all emote and really drive you to watch this. Now, the show takes place in San Francisco. Do you actually film in San Francisco or you're in Canada? No, uh, no, we're in L.A. Um, OK, well, you guys do a great. I live in the Bay Area and the places that you guys film look very wow. authentic. I will say I, I was like as I was watching season one and I've watched season two now, I've noticed I'm like. This doesn't look like LA to me, but like there are places that are in LA that people, they've just like replaced signs and like the way okay. things are put in certain settings that make it look like San Francisco. I believed it too. I was like, oh, I'm moving to San Francisco for like a <laughs> You're like, sweet. Nope. I'm literally just going downtown. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I know even for shows like Dexter that were like in Miami, quote unquote, yeah. you can take a tour of LA 
and see where these shows were filmed. Oh. And they look so that's a that's a little air out of the tires, but I knew there was no way they could be filming in San Francisco because I mean, you know, first of all, it's way too calm and quiet for your show. There's not a lot of you don't see a lot of craziness happening, but you do a very convincing job um of letting us think that you're in the Bay Area. So we appreciate that as a Bay Area native, Anthony, that's great. So did you I- that. <laughs> yeah, you can Thank tell you. whoever, you know, you can text Kate and say, hey, you guys did a great job. Now, nice. I'm very curious, did you, because when season one ended, and maybe I dismissed the boat on the press, but it was already announced that a season two was going to take place and that Kate Hudson was in the lead, or no? Um. So, see, so Truth Be Told is actually one of the first Apple TV shows, and they're... Um, their hiatus for between season one and season two was like 18 months. Okay. Long, which is not the norm. No, not at all. Usually it's like a few months, maybe at the most. Yeah, Like at least from the, like the final episode, you get like three to six months of them wa- wavering on whether or not to continue. And I don't know. I think it was, I think it has something to do with, uh, with the pandemic, but then also with something that was dealing with the writers or like a writer strike of some sort. Um, but yeah, they went on hold for a while. Um, and I don't know what got them picked back up, but I'm really glad they did. Yeah, lucky for you. Well, I mean, yeah. it's such a good show. And I know, like, for me, when I get done binge watching a, a program, I immediately go to Google and start looking or I go to, you know, the talent databases and start kind of trying to figure out if we're going to get more of this. But then when they said, hey, we're doing a second season and we had Hunter Duhan on from last season, who was a main character in the first series and then Aaron Paul um and this first and second season kind of washed together but sort of but not really we kind of just get maybe some things buttoned up a little bit but it's great so this is a fun show again your character is so so unique in the storyline and so important when people get a chance to watch this what what is your hope that people will take away. Do you have one or is that kind of outside of your jurisdiction as far as just we do the best we can and, and, and let them be entertained with what we've done. That I, I am. Um, yeah. As far as Ramon goes, like the actual character, the work I had to do with him and the character that was created, I don't feel like he's someone that like, if you're identifying with him, you probably should talk to somebody. Like <laughs> yeah, problem. right. You um, need to get on. We'll give a counseling number at the end here. Yeah, yeah, a couple. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't. I, as far as that goes, like, I really just want the people to enjoy themselves and to like get lost in the possibility of who he could be in this. Yeah. In this uh, kerfuffle of things happening in the series. Well, you uh, do a great job. It's just fantastic. How when you get presented with a character like this, when you audition and you know okay this is who i'm going to be playing because he is very troubled on several different levels how do you even begin to prepare for something like that kind of character well to be honest the the process of doing the show was very interesting i've never had this experience my initial auditions were two dummy sides okay uh, two scenes that were not in the show that really didn't give much of an understanding of who he was my first scene was this scene that they wrote where i was having an intern, I was training an intern to replace me, which doesn't exist. Um, and it was very, I, I read it and it felt very like effeminate gay man, like very to do. So I created that character and then they called maybe two weeks later, I forgotten the project existed. 
Um, and they'd called and sent me a side where I was another dummy side that I was, um, I was talking to my foster mom. Doesn't exist in the show. And I sent these scenes out and they said I, I needed to send the scene out within the next 24 hours. So I just like received it, learned it and sent it back out. They cast me and I didn't know what the hell it was. Like I had heard of the show, but I'd never seen an episode. So I dove in and watched everything. Um, but you don't get information. Like the way that they shoot that show, which I think is, which is challenging, but also incredible that they can do that. They give you nothing. I had like, I'm shocked that they would offer me that role without knowing what my abilities were because I, I sh who, what if I was terrible? Like, what if I didn't <laughs> do a fight scene or like, you know, be emotional or anything of that sort. So they really, um, along the way are giving things to you. Like I, on the day I would find out things about my character. I found out um, without giving anything away who my boyfriend was in the show the day that they decided to tell me it was my last day shooting episode two and i was like what they're like action and started filming me and i was like what is happening <laughs> um, yeah they they are very uh they want to keep the actors besides kate and octavia i well actually just octavia because kate was pretty surprised by things too um but they want to keep us just as much on our toes as the audience feels just fun. I've heard of that. Like we just did a run of press for many saints of Newark and we interviewed a lot of the cast and their audition process was quite similar. You know, they got dummy sides. I think eventually all of the actors, they, most of them were the younger versions of the main versions of the show. Mm. So they, some of them hadn't even watched it until they got cast or they maybe were too young to watch it, but then watched it, but they were the same way and they eventually put things together. But, you know, they had no idea that they were auditioning for Tony Soprano or Janice yeah. Soprano or, you know, Beansy got, they had no idea. And I even heard like when they were filming Dexter, this most recent runs of the, the new blood that's coming out, we interviewed cast and they didn't even know perhaps from day to day, like what was going to happen because they didn't want the information or they might film a couple different versions, but yeah. Interestingly enough, like even like on the day that you're taping, they're giving you so you already obviously have your lines memorized, I'm assuming. Yeah. Your sides. Oh, yeah. And then they just add fuel to the fire and say, Oh, by the way, you have a boyfriend or you're gonna do this or that and then and here yeah. you go. <laughs> there is there is literally one shot in episode two where it's literally when they they were like they were like, All right, cut, all right, Anthony, come here and um Rosemary pulled me aside. She was like, this is when you find out that that's your boyfriend. And I was like, what? And they were like, all right, go back, action. And they film, and that's the shot they use. And it's just me like, shocked. Because I had no, I, they, information was very particular. I'll have to go back and watch it now because I'm on episode six and I think there's a couple more left. I'm behind. I've only seen up till end of episode four. Okay. I've been like, myself, I'm like, I'm going to binge the end of it. Cause I didn't read past my last moment. Well, you have a lot of interesting things to find out. Then I won't spoil it for you, but it's, I know it's <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably know enough, but it's interesting how we've watched Kate's character and your character evolve throughout the series. And it's interesting. I've had this conversation before with other actors where you talk about good versus evil, but sometimes it's neither or it's kind of like the audience is left to decide how or what they hope for the character. And I feel that was the case, as you alluded to, for yourself, 
even for Kate's character in the coming episodes, or even Octavia, like a lot of this has all been very surprising to see what happens because just when you think you know, there's a quick turn to the left or to the right uh, and you're completely surprised. Overall, though, it seems that you had a great experience on this project. Uh, I mean on a base level, just to be working in the pandemic, because it was pandemic, like peak pandemic, we were testing twice yeah. a day. Um, that was amazing. Um, but then to be working on a show like this with these heavy hitters and where my scene work is actually, it's me and Octavia, it's me and Kate, it's me and Makai, me and uh, Alona Tall. Like they are such, as, as far as like artists goes, being on set with them was such a wonderful education on how this thing works because they've been in it for so long. Like as much as like I've done television, they're vet, they've been around for a while. They know how this goes. So I was, I spent a lot of my time just like, besides like memorizing my lines, make sure I was ready to go, but like really just watching them work in the room and see how that, what that looks like when you've got an Oscar nomination under you, when you've won an Oscar, when you've been on 15 series as a series regular, like it, it was so wonderful. And then also on top of that, like the directors that they grabbed, like the writing team was so open and like we had a lot of conversations. They, originally there were things that were written uh, about Ramon that were very, um, I wouldn't even say very, but like there were some stereotypical like gay writing. Sure. And and I, I asked the questions, I was like, do I have to say this? Cause I wouldn't talk like this. And they're like, well, what, what would you say? So I would say things and they'd be like, oh, okay, great. Like, I was like, this is not the, no I, that's not the norm. You're not on set with things like with a community like that. No, really no. It's, it's interesting that you say that, you know, and that's great. You have that voice in this project and in the industry to really be able to create something that's truthful and honest. I've heard that before on other shows too, where they come in as a series regular or they have like a five episode arc, like say like Shameless. And you're just jumping into this machine that's been oiled and moving for so long. They wouldn't come to you oh. and say, hey, you know, we're going to have you play this character. This is going to be your love interest in the show. What do you think? No, they're going to tell you this is you're doing this and just buckle up. Now, obviously, sure. I saw your social media. <clears throat> that was kind of entertaining about you and Kate and Marrakesh, you know, the pictures oh that, God, yeah. that they created um to give us the illusion that you were there and things like that fantastic work this is a great show truth be told it is available on apple podcast i want to switch gears as we wrap here and talk about your experience in theater on sure. broadway hamilton all of these great and amazing things that you've done was theater first for you before film and television or was one kind of the other? Did you have an interest on television things while you were doing Broadway and theater or how did that come about for you? Um, I, I definitely started in theater. I, um, I didn't see a path to TV and film, to be honest. I, I'm born and raised in New York. So theater is kind of like the easiest place to be working as a performer, right? Uh, which is saying something because it's not an easy place to work. Um, but yeah, the TV and film thing, um, I got it every time I, I would get like taste, like I'd get a guest star or like a little recurring and something. And it just always, for me, if you give me a film, TV or theater, I'm going to choose TV, honestly. It's the most um, fulfilling uh, as far as, well, it depends on the project, but as, as far as like 
ratio of work to, to pay to, to time. Um, and I've been lucky. I've had all my roles have been really meaty and wonderful, but theater, it's a different breed. I, eight shows a week of Hamilton specifically is exhausting. I'm sure. Um, if, if you haven't seen the show, it's on Disney plus or in a city near you, but um, the show is, I mean, I did it for three years and wow. Yeah. It, it, I replaced, so it was Anthony Ramos, then Jordan Fisher, and then me. And I'm the, I, at the time, I think now someone's beat me out, but I was the longest running uh, John Lawrence and Philip Hamilton. Um, my body just started to break down and my job was to die twice a performance. So I was crying six or eight shows a week. So it was just a lot. Um, and as beautiful as it is to be in a space where you get an immediate response from something, there's something really wonderful about showing up to set and knowing that my job today is for like four or five hours to get myself in this mindset to do a scene where I'm, you know, hysterical and wild with Kate, but then I don't have to touch it again. Like that, it's a, it's so freeing to be able to do something like that. Whereas in theater, you have to, it's kind of like doing the mental math of like, how much can I give to be able to do all eight? Um, but I got lucky. I left Hamilton for four months and filmed a show, a TV show in the Dominican Republic. And that was like the first full bout of like, oh, I can get paid substantial, equal or more to, to, to theater. And the work is a lot easier. And there are conversations. Theater, you're walking, for me at least, theater, you're walking into a piece and you are going to fill the slot and you're going to do what is being told. TV, it was, you're creating something. It's, you can have conversations. There are moments to be like, but why? Like in theater, it's, I walk into a Broadway show that was a hit, that was a machine at the point that I got into it. So it was hard. Um, This is not a lot of creation. No, they're just basically like, we need you to play this character who two other people have gone and done before you. Yeah. But just to be on Broadway alone is fantastic. And it's just crazy and I say this every time. Well, recently when I've had actors who have done both, you know, and I always want to make sure and point out to our listeners that it's a different skill set. It's a different muscle that you have to exercise because, yes, it's physically demanding. It's insane. You know, eight shows a week, two shows on Sunday, you know, and you're doing the same thing over and over again. And obviously you are in it for you know, the art and the creation of such a great show. And yes, if you haven't seen Hamilton, it's on Disney plus it's won a majillion awards for everything. Literally. literally, I don't think there's any more awards that they can win. Um, (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Most times streamed on a platform. That seems to me like the only thing left (laughs) Uh, because I mean, goodness, it's been here in San Francisco. It's reopening again. In November, the one of the tours I've seen it, fantastic show, um, amazing. Well, this project, truth be told, is great. Anthony, you did so amazing on it, and I'm excited to see what's next. One last question as we end our chat here: What advice have you been given over the arc of your career? If anything that has been given that has helped you, that has sustained you that has driven you to keep going in such a crazy and competitive business that you're a part of? Um, I don't know who said this first. I'm going to quote 
an actress I worked with named Jenny Harney Fleming. Um, I know it's from somebody else. Things like Samuel L. Jackson or something, but it's comparison <laughs> is the, comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. Um, this business is. I mean, I just got off of a TV show with Kate Hudson and Octavia Spencer and Mackay Pfeiffer, and I've caught myself comparing because I don't know what the next big one is, and it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it always keeps coming. If you're working towards it, if you're constantly running towards the thing that you want to be doing, it's coming. It's just a matter of when and comparing yourself to other people's careers or their look or their type or their style or their talent or any sort of that version of that is just stealing your own joy. So comparison is the thief of joy. I love it. And there you have it. Thank you everybody for listening today and pressing play. Be sure to share this episode with a friend. You could probably very easily do it from the device in your hand. If you have an iPhone, uh, an Android, it might be a bit more challenging. Uh, but uh, let everybody know and please subscribe and listen. It's absolutely free. And if you could just give us a kind rating and review over on Apple Podcast, it helps and allows us to talk to more amazing people like Anthony. Anthony, thank you for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.